Stories connect us as humans. A well-told story can motivate and inspire us. Storytelling is the ultimate superpower. Be The Drop is a weekly podcast that investigates how to tell stories that engage. Join me, Amelia Veal, on our shared journey to become better storytellers. In episode 230, qualified accountant and certified money coach Jess Giles discusses how to master your relationship with money and why it's important in order to achieve financial freedom. Jess shares valuable tips to help you train your mind, ready for abundance in the year ahead. This is Jess's version of Be The Drop. 2021 Reframed is a podcast miniseries delivered over episodes 227 to 230. The series delivers insights and tools to help you reboot your mindset and live your best life. Each of the four fabulous guests have provided a downloadable resource so you can build further on the tips they provide. Click the link in the show notes or visit the Narrative Marketing blog for more details. Jess, thank you so much for joining me for our next episode of Be The Drop. The pleasure is all mine, Amelia. Thank you for hosting me. I'm thrilled to be here with you today. We're going to be talking all things money and how to master money, which I'm very excited because I think I have mentioned before on the podcast, it is a skill set that I need help with. So I'm looking forward to the tips you're going to share with us. But to get us started, I'd love to hear about your item of significance. And that's something that is representative of your journey and how you've got to where you are today. Yeah, definitely. So for me, it's definitely my journal. A lot of my focus in my business and the work I do with my clients and community is around creating financial transformation. And for me, that always starts in a journal. It um, Journaling is so powerful for releasing, for surrendering, for letting go of fears, and then also for stepping into what it is you want to create. So my journal in a way is sort of like my business advisor. Um, and I have clients who come to me and they've never explored the concept of journaling and they're kind of like is it like dear diary today I ate too much chocolate (laughs) (laughs) and it absolutely is not it's much more high level than that it's a really powerful way of connecting with your truth and our minds are so overloaded you know we we think 70 to 80,000 thoughts a day and 95% of those are on repeat from the day before so journaling is such a powerful way to reset and release and ensure that you are filling your mind with that which is going to carry you forward toward your vision. Mm, I I love notebooks and journals too. And it's interesting because you're talking about clarity and the importance of, you know, understanding your truth, which to me sounds such a really great logical step into mastering money. Um, my dad always used to say to me, oh, well, you can't measure, you can't manage what you don't measure or, you know, and in a way this is a version of measuring. It's that measuring of yourself and your truth. Very much so. And the truth is every action we take has an energy behind it. So oftentimes when women come into my programs, we're starting to upgrade the way that they interact with money and their systems and strategies and so forth. And so that's the action. But if the energy behind that is this old story you're carrying around, I'm not good with numbers, I don't understand, this is really hard for me, then that's going to be attached to every action that you take. So the way of clearing and creating clarity is giving yourself permission to release that story and, and upgrade the narrative to something that's going to support you. And, and journaling is a super powerful tool to do that. So there's already one tool that we can, we can use as we reset in 2021. 
having a think about journaling and potentially introducing that or continuing that if it's something you're already doing. So we're looking at how in 2021 we can reset, start this year, really empower ourselves to control the things that we can. And one of the things you really focus on is helping people mastering their relationship with money. So it's not just about trying to manage and control, there's steps in between. Can you explain that concept and how you think that, you know, managing that relationship and understanding the mindset is a really important first step? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to, Amelia, because it's it's so powerful. You know, if we go into 2021 and we're still carrying the experiences of 2020 with us, you know, it's kind of like the saying, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. So I would start in the journal with Dear 2020 and just let it have it and just be really clearing out what was so that you're not carrying that forward with you. And the truth is, if we look back over the history, if we look back through the age old texts of think and grow rich and so forth, more millionaires are created in a time of economic depression and recessions and wars than any other time in history. So it's very much about the story that we're choosing to embrace with this. I'm a big believer that for every challenge you face, there's an equal seed of opportunity and growth. So when 2020 kind of went south very quickly, I called all of my clients in and I really reminded them that as a woman in business, this isn't your first crisis. (laughs) You know, as a woman living life and building a business, things go not to plan all the time. So it's really important that you're able to control your outlook, control your emotions and decide that this gets to actually be a time of growth and opportunity for me. And it's really important that you're kind of setting that bar of this is the relationship that I now choose to have with money. And this is what money is going to look like for me this year. And that's twofold one in terms of, you know, hard numbers and goals and so forth, but also how you want to feel on a day to day basis in your relationship with money and really taking the time to step into your power and decide that in advance is going to have a really big impact on how things unfold moving through the year. And what are some of those relationships that you've seen with money that are potentially damaging that might be holding people back from really achieving? You know, what is that mindset that you think can limit people in that relationship? Yeah, absolutely. There's so many different themes that especially for women who have moved from corporate into entrepreneurship or moving from motherhood into building a business is really around valuing their worth, valuing their time and feeling confident to charge for that. Because oftentimes, and I certainly feel this in my business, you find yourself doing things that you love and you would literally do them for free. And if you're not careful, you'll find yourself doing them for free. (laughs) So it's really owning your truth, owning your worth to charge for what it is that you create. That's a very big mindset. The other one is often around, I don't like numbers or I'm intimidated by them or I don't understand them. You know, our critical faculty is formed by the age of eight, which means that by the age of eight, you've decided all of your key beliefs on different things, on body, on relationships, of money. And so women who have grown up in an environment where money was either in lack or scarcity or there was any form of negativity around money, really essentially until you do the work to release and transform that, you are perpetuating that cycle. 
And, you know, so much in your life evolves throughout your, you know, adulthood, but oftentimes we haven't evolved and updated that belief system that we inherited. Mm. So if you had to give one top tip to sort of release a mindset before we go into the management and manifestation, like how do you change what happened when you were eight, for example? You know, what is there some sort of tip that you think is really a good starting point for shifting mindset? Yeah, sure. So the first thing is realizing that it's not yours. You know, this was given to me. This is not my truth. This is not my story. And awareness is the first step to change. And this is what I love so much about working with women. I literally see their eyes and their mind go, oh my gosh, like this doesn't have to be my truth anymore. So that is definitely the first key is to wake up every day. And and I'm not, I don't mean be neurotic or spend hours on this, but it's literally what are the beliefs that I'm choosing to release today? Fantastic. So if we have released and transformed our beliefs and we're shifting our mindset, then the next step is got to be the financial management aspect of it. What happens there? What are some of the key aspects that you work with clients to really shift into? Okay, you're creating a good mindset. What about the habits for managing money? Yeah, I love that, Amelia, because my key philosophy is that you can't sit on a med- sit on a meditation mat and manifest a million dollars, but you absolutely cannot outmanage a bad mindset either. And so that's why I work with my clients on both aspects because it's a it's a holistic whole approach, and focusing on one without the other is never going to create the result that you desire. So when it comes to managing the money, I'm very big on setting up systems and habits and routines routines and structures with my clients because the thing is you don't want to be spending hours a day or a week managing it so I'm very big in believing that you set it up so that your money works for you so you have systems and structures I have ways of structuring bank accounts with my clients so that every money every dollar that flows to you you want to know is allocated and has a job to do And when you have those systems and structures in place, it's a total upgrade in the mindset because a real money block can be, I don't allow money to come in because I feel messy and I don't feel that it's structured and I'm not feeling in control of how things are going and money dissolves when it hits my account and so forth. So all of a sudden you're setting up these systems and structures to support you. You have a reason and a purpose for money to flow to you. You're instantly feeling more confident and connected And that's when things start to really shift and change. Mm, I love that, you know, because as you're saying, you could have a great positive mindset, but if you haven't got these processes and structures in place and an awareness of what you want your money to do, then it's not going to magically do it for you, which sometimes I think I feel like I, I may be accused of just hoping it'll do it for me. <laughs> you're certainly you're certainly not the first and you will not be the last. <laughs> and so then, you know, you're really talking about creating habits, both in the mindset and the management for abundance, you know, and that's what I'd really, I love this concept. We're starting a new year, 2021. How can we embrace a mindset and a management for abundance. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, again, it's that twofold of approach of, well, actually I've already decided that 2021 is going to be the most abundant year of my life because that's the energy that you're going to attach to every action you take. And very soon things will start to reflect that because, you know, our, our body actually doesn't know the difference between what's right or wrong. 
it literally goes by what it's shown. So if you're feeling it, filling it with and telling it and showing it that 2021 is my year of wealth, of abundance, of stepping into my power with money, of transforming my relationship with money, and that's the energy in essence that you're carrying into the year, that's what's going to start to happen. So for that, it's, you know, it's really around that twofold approach of this is what I've decided and these are the systems that I'm going to start to put in place. And you know, if you do 1% better each day, by the end of December, you're going to be 365% better than you were at the start. So I'm not about coming in and being like, right, change this, 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 and this. It's these little shifts. You know, I always say that small steps add up to quantum leaps. So if I could offer just one piece of advice on just even one thing that's going to create such a shift in your relationship with money and abundance, it's tracking your money, tracking your abundance. And when people come to work with me, the number one thing they they want is to increase their revenue and increase their income. And I think they think I'm going to have a really sexy magic wand answer for them. And oftentimes I say, track every dollar that comes into your account. Every night before you go to bed at night, record how much revenue you made. It doesn't matter if it's zero. And what you will find is what you focus on expands, what gets measured gets improved. And I promise you, if you do this every day for 30 days, you can't not see a difference. Oh, I love it. It's great. And, you know, tracking it, being aware is definitely going to, you know, I think it it, then you become more accountable to yourself. As you said, you know, nobody else will know, but you'll know. And you're the one that's going to help hold you accountable. It's your business. It's your money. So therefore you're giving yourself power in that responsibility, which is fantastic. Definitely. And that's another thing that I really want to share with your audience today, Amelia, that I don't care who you have on your financial team. You can have the best bookkeeper, accountant, financial planner, money coach, nobody is going to love and care for your money as you do. And so this is why I'm so passionate about empowering people to take control of their personal and business finances, because ultimately it's going to impact on you. It's not going to impact your accountant or your bookkeeper. They're still going to send their invoice to you (laughs) regardless of what happens, but your love and connection with that abundance and that, which is creating the future that you desire is so important. And, And people tend to want to look for the, the, big, you know, big miracle cure or so forth. But the cure is in the work. The cure is in getting out of bed when you've forgotten to track your income and do it. (laughs) Like that is, that is those small steps that add up to the quantum leap. So giving yourself permission to even first decide, well, actually, yes, I have the power and my relationship with important with money is more important than any of my teams really puts you in the pole position to be able to create the change that you desire to have. Mm, it's not around get rich quick schemes. It's about setting yourself up for good financial accountability and um, aligning with what you want and need. Definitely. And you know, the, people think that when I receive this amount of money it will change everything and and I've thought that definitely and I've been able to manifest that but until you have the systems the structures and the identity and belief in yourself to hold on to it 
the money will go out with the same energy it comes in with. So if the money comes in with the energy of panic or fear or I need this, that's the energy it will go out with. So investing the time and love and attention to create the systems, create the structures and become the woman who gets to hold on to and create the wealth is what will ensure that the money will stay, it will stick around, it will grow and multiply and you will get the benefit that you desire. Mm, I love that. So you've also created a financial freedom playbook, and that's a toolkit that could help listeners in achieving these this abundance and the freedom that you talk about. Definitely, because I'm a big believer in information is great. Implementation is even better. <laughs> that's where the magic happens. When you allow yourself to be present, put pen to paper, bring it out of the closet, look at it all, um, you know, and that's where the, the real magic happens. So The playbook that I'm really excited to share with your community, Amelia, is really going to help them to take everything that we've explored and discussed, put it into action, create that change, create their money action plan, start to put those systems in place. And it doesn't take a long time. It's not painful. (laughs) But I assure you, if you don't make that investment in yourself, the alternative is painful and expensive. So I'm really excited to share that. I think it's really powerful timing to make sure that we don't get to March, April, May, June, and you're like, holy crap, I'm having a repeat of the last year. I really want to support your audience to step into their power now and ensure that they are well-placed to create the results this year that they know they're meant for. Mm. And before the year gets crazy, and as you say, like the months just go and they fly away from us, It's about taking control of what we can. As we said, there's been craziness around us in the world through 2020 and it may continue in 2021, the craziness in the world, but we can control what we do and the actions we take and work through this um, financial freedom playbook. What a great opportunity. So thank you. And in conclusion, I'm very excited. I'm going to make sure I do that as well, by the way, I'm going to commit to it. So (laughs) well, I've ensured that it's beautifully designed. So it'll be really nice to, to have and to, to, I'm all about the pretty. So I want to, you know, and, and that's another thing that I will just touch on really quickly is that money is traditionally seen as as boring in a boys club and you know all that kind of energy around it I'm all about transforming that money gets to be fun it gets to be feminine it gets to be freeing and so you know use a beautiful journal light a candle when you do it make it an experience that feels connected for you Mm. and you know, when a mantra that I really want to share with you that I started using when everything happened in 2020, and I shared this a lot with my clients, which was, I was born for a time like this, you know, so really reminding yourself that just because the media are wanting to sell us doom and gloom, and it's easy to focus, it's easy for fear and ego to take over and be focusing on the negatives. The more that you can decide, decide and define, like, this is my time to shine. I was born for a time like this. Now's my time to step up. I feel like there's a really inspiring soundtrack going on there. I was born for a time like this and Rocky punching in the air. Lady Gaga. (laughs) Lady Gaga, that's you. Well, I normally ask my guests to to end with a top communication tip, you know, your tip that motivates and inspires. But I feel like you've given us so many. Like, would there be anything else you would add as a be the drop tip? Yeah, I... It's hard to narrow it down. I could talk about this all day long, but the biggest thing I believe is that your past does not equal your future. 
You know, I was a 16 year old high school dropout that didn't even finish year 10 working in a petrol station who had big dreams and desired to go to university. And and that's what I did. And I, I put myself through university. I was a single parent to my two daughters. I, you know, sat, submitted uni assignments the night before giving birth and sat exams with screaming newborns outside. You know, your past does not define your future and you need to be defined and driven by a vision. And what's happened in the past, be it in your childhood, be it in 2020, it does not dictate what this year and beyond gets to be for you. So that's my real tip is that your past does not equal your future. Jess, thank you so much. What a fantastic range of tips and information you've shared us. And I encourage everyone to download the playbook and embrace the the future of this year and beyond. Thank you so much, Amelia, for hosting me on the Be The Drop podcast. I'm very, very excited for the way that you're supporting your community. And it's been a real honor to, to contribute. Thank you. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. This is a Narrative Network podcast.